0: Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech on Black Hollywood Live. Today, Twitter has a new hashtag for pre existing conditions. Flying cars are back, and I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's go. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live. Geek Nerd Tech. Welcome is a wet to Keep nerd, nerd Tech. The show to to we break way? down tech news, and nerd to culture from a black and brown Dina geek green, perspective. Change, my name is, change, my, name, is change, my name is Joe Braswell, I'm joined, as always, by my man Achilles Shine. What's happening? What's good, my man? How you doing? Doing well. Doing well, man. We 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 missed a week. We're traveling, running around, but we're back this week. Yes, sir. Back in the spot. Um, I saw a movie. I, I listened to some music. Uh, I, I looked at the internet. Okay. That's about it. What'd you do?
1: <laughs> I shot a movie. I posted it on the internet. That was cool. And I scored it myself. <laughs> there you
0: go. All right, good. Uh, yeah, well, a lot, a lot to talk about, I man. A lot of crazy stuff happening in the political arena, but you know, which we, you know, I mean, just really quickly, I mean, your, your boy Trump just... Uh, Fired the uh, director of FBI. Like he just did like it did a Nixon. Like, investigate me, you fired. Hmm. Like, is that, is that, not, not how you feel about that?
1: Hey, man. It's it's all this smear this, this tactics and cover ups and misdirection and all these t- strategies to kind of like play with our emotions. Like, I feel like, I feel like the firing of him, obviously, because mm-hmm. there's dirt on him. Right. And yeah, I mean, I think that's going to backfire on him, though. I think it's going to just invigorate more people to like want to uncover stuff. But, exactly i mean i think the dude was already wrong anyway so i mean i'm glad he got fired yeah i still want you know uh whatever hacking or uh things that were done to shift the election i want those things to come to light and so if if whoever the new director is or if there's another agency that's you know doing that type of investigative work i hope they uncover it and present it and trump gets impeached
0: i do too here's the bad news though (laughs) trump gets to put in a new guy and it's probably going to be your good friend no, Rudy, no. Rudy Giuliani or your good friend Chris Christie who's no, going to no. be like investigation uh, off what investigation right. you know but uh and also you know a separate prosecutor whoever that person may be still has to Answer and use the resources of the FBI. So if, even if they point you as a, pre- a special prosecutor, right. you know you're just a lawyer. You still got to ask Giuliani for his resources. Exactly. you got Resources? I don't got no resources. Hey. So, but we'll see how that goes. Good chess and, move know, on part. what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, 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 but but the good news is the people and and are not having it. Twitter is not Damn having well. it. The people are are loud about it. I mean, every every news organization is really on it. CNN's on it. MSNBC's on it. Rachel's on it. Uh, 60 Minutes front line Everybody's on it Like in a crazy way And it's already come out That You know uh, Comey's asked for A tons of a ton, Asked for a ton Of additional resources Because he's finding So much stuff He's like Yo I need more resources I need more resources From you guys To get this stuff And Trump's like More resources You're fired Right You know And also he's just About to tes- testify In front of the city, you know, Judiciary Committee Right And conveniently, he's fired Yeah Um for because he was too hard on Hillary Clinton allegedly, right. but anyway, it, it's crazy. But it's it's interesting how social media has been reacting to that, and we're seeing a lot of this in social media. Um, you know, mostly in Twitter, um, people really, you know, you know, u- utilizing Twitter, Facebook, and, and Twitter specifically to to start these movements. And one of the things, uh, you know, you talk about these distractions. I mean, this is distract- distracting us. For the other thing, which is this A-CHA, this new uh, healthcare heard that kind of came through uh, worse than the other hair that, that that the Senate that the House passed and so it's supposed to go through the Senate. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's I don't think the Senate Senate's a little more reasonable than than the people in the House. But uh, there's a new hashtag. The uh, hashtag I am a pre existing condition. That's right. And it's a it's a way all you know all these 25, 24, 25 million people were about to lose health care. I mean the thing about this thing with uh with a chalk or whatever it's called A-A-A-H-A-A, Uh The thing about this health care plan is. People will die. People will go bankrupt. People will die. So mm-hmm. that that that's just a fact. People will lose health care. So uh, it's one thing to be like, "Oh, it's a it's a check in the ledger." But what this hashtag is doing is is putting the faces and stories to these people. These are real people. Absolutely. You know, with real things. There's that one guy who. Was sitting in a hospital room with with his cancer written, um, I think, wife, and was like, "I've been here for 123 days. Uh, if this thing passes, I will watch my wife die." That's right. You know, and it's a lot of that. So that that's crazy. I mean, what do you think of this?
1: I mean, I, well, number one, it's not going to pass. The Senate is right. not going to pass it through. So I, I would be highly shocked if that happened. Like highly right. shocked. If I'm a betting man, like I'm going to win that bet. Yeah. But in terms of you know hashtag activism, I think that is great to bring awareness to to this issue. Um, and I think this is the the positive power of social media um, to be able to use the, these platforms to, you know, build awareness and build community. And I think that, um, yeah, just just having the dialogue, you know, at a constant, you know, it, it empowers us to want to do something about it and to be more vocal and to be more. Uh, take more leadership over our an agency over our own lives. And so I think that it's 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 definitely a slap in the face to American citizens and to the people this, to the to the children and the the parents and just people of this country. I feel like man, someone that has a, a pre-existing condition because they had asthma at 7 months as a kid, now they can't get the proper medications because of this 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 healthcare law. It's just ridiculous. And yeah. I think it just shows the 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 greedy nature of of the people that that drafted this bill, like it, it's supporting the the wealthy, it's supporting the the uh, the people on the corporate level, and I think that you know having the the platform to be able to communicate this, you know, like I said, it just builds awareness, and I think that awareness
0: will prevent it from actually going through. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly, and I, and I think the only thing that worries me is you still got Mitch McConnell there, who is a master at. I mean, he's really good at figuring this shit out. I'm not saying that it's gonna. I mean, it won't pass as is. But he may figure out a way to get a version of it passed and get some. He's really good at like getting the coalition built, Republicans, and doing some pulling some strings. So, hopefully, uh, it doesn't like a, this or a version of this um, won't pass. But you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see how that works out. Um, but from, from hashtag activism to real activism, which is also a thing that's <laughs> happening now, I mean, the resistance is real. Um, the, one of the other one of the, many things people are fired up about that Trump's doing is this whole, you know, rolling back all the Obama measures that, that, that to, to prevent net with net neutrality. Right. Um, you know, of course, you know, Trump being pro pro business, you know, is deciding that it's better that, you know, uh, that, that that these giant telecommunications companies can do what they want and charge you what they want. Nobody. Uh, and so the people are taken to the streets and they're, they're people are holding a, a, a protest, is holding a rally on and, and, and net neutrality, and it's like they they think it's going to be the one of the biggest rallies around. And it's this group called uh, Fight for the Future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they sense insult to the intelligence of internet users, and Absolutely. we're not going to stand for it. And and, and so no, it's, no, it's, what's not. interesting about that is you have a bunch of these groups. Who normally don't protest, who've taken to the internet with hashtag activism, and then you have the internet who've taken to the streets. You hey, know? She's <laughs> it's all fucked up. It's kind of crazy. But what do you think? I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, we, we kind of had this banter for a number of years about net neutrality and just the the pluses and minuses of it. And I mean, again, it's it's corporate greed. Like at the end of the day, and I think that every person should have fair and equal access to information because that funnels your imagination. That funnels your dreams, and that helps you to be, be able to build and propel your life forward, and to be able to say, that, "Hey, the w- one group of people can have fast, another group of people can have slow." Like, what type of world is that? Yeah, and like, I feel like this is just insane. I don't believe people who my, pay can have fast. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't believe in the argument that you know these companies need to have the the leverage to be able to raise prices because they want to build more infrastructure, which. The argument is, hey, we'll create more jobs. I don't believe that. I feel that they're just fattening up their pockets at the expense of us.
0: Yeah, yeah the argument's always like it, it, it promotes, it promotes uh, co- competition. Right. Like you know, like if you know, if it's everyone can have internet. All you hey, just make make a little more money, and right. and if you can afford to have it too. And frankly, right. if someone's price is too high, it promotes another uh, another uh, internet company to lower their prices right. to, to, to be competitive. That's right. not true. I mean, everyone's prices get high and stay high, exactly. and they compete with each other at a rate that's like this exactly. with the whole market high. <laughs> I mean, and the
1: thing is, we got to be future facing. Like our dependency on the internet, our dependency on digital content, like is ever increasing. Right. You know. All the ad revenue for most of these platforms come from mobile, and if you don't have a fast Wi-Fi connection at the house, you know what I'm saying, like, how how are you going to be able to download that film? Right. How are you going to be able to get, you know, that 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 new PDF, that new audio book, or whatever? Right. You know what I'm saying, like that's unfair because it then it blocks your opportunity to advance yourself because you don't have the extra ten bucks a month to be able to pay for a faster speed based on demographically maybe where you live or whatever whatever the conditions may be that are preventing you from it. Right. I think it's
0: bullshit. Yeah, and no, I I agree wholeheartedly. No, I, I, I'm glad people are taking it to the streets, and we'll just see how much all this. thing, it's like everything Trump does if it If it gets a million people in the streets then that that has to mean something, uh especially in twenty twenty uh I mean we'll forget twenty twenty and twenty eighteen um you know, hopefully we can swing some of these seats back to the to-, to the democratic side But right. uh we'll see and this is this is yeah, this is clearly a very partisan show because we are on one side <laughs> <of the> aisle <laughs> this is not a, it's not a you know the views expressed i don't know I'm just, Never mind it's right I <laughs> assume that the views of b h l are all in line with ours, but I could be wrong um all right so uh, uh, enough of that Let's move on to uh, To your To your boys Over at um, Facebook uh, Because in, in the In the and in, uh, uh, in, in the most Un In the most Un What am I to put this In the Probably most Unshocking News of all time Facebook Has added Another 76 million Users <laughs> Right In the first quarter Big shock like Their you said. ad sales Are up 51% Holy smokes and then with no sign of slowing down, Man. Facebook is dominating. They're like they're like the twenty seven Yankees. They're Bro. like they're like they're like the Lakers, the Showtime Lakers, right now. They're just dominating, like, absolutely. Because like every we talk about this all the time, but every time. Like someone come, rises up Snapchat because they have Instagram and Facebook. Every time Snapchat rises up, they're like, "Okay, Instagram's gonna do that." Every time someone rises up, they just smack them back down. Exactly. And and they, and then and then figure out a cool way to monetize it because they have this already built-in user base that easily, whenever they launch something, you're instantly populating with their with their billion. The user That's right. Base. And also, this really, really, really robust ad. Ad delivery system via 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 web, mobile, mm-hmm. really robust mobile delivery systems. So when they launch something, then boom, that's just, it's just another platform for them to sell to so their already existing uh, people that want to fuck with Facebook. That's right. So that's why it grew fifty one percent, and but not, but not just that.
1: I think the expansion internationally as well because we we always uh, think yes. about it domestically and if you look at the statistics the domestic increase was was not as high so most of the most of that percentage base was um, South Pacific was other places throughout the world right. I mean it's about to it's about to reach two billion users which is freaking. Retarded, right? But the fact that you know Facebook has a strategy to expand in, in these other markets, I think is pretty incredible. They haven't cracked China yet, obviously, right? And there's some other other uh, countries in that area that they probably will 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 never crack. Um, but I think. I think having you know a plan in place to be able to expand internationally, I think, is the move because they're able to hire new new people, more employees, or be able to acquire new other forms of technology, other businesses like yeah. they acquired Instagram, like they like they acquired um what's the other one they acquired um ah, now I'm drawing a blank but whatever they'll be able to have more you know padding to be able to do that and I think that's kind of cool
0: yeah so, in yeah. addition to that they also uh, you know, they're under a lot of fire for their, just, you know, what, what, what's what been going on with them and their hate speech, and you know, promotion of hate speech and um, Twitter and Facebook. <clears throat> and also, um, you know, Facebook's under fire for having a lot of these people murder on Facebook, get murdered on Facebook Live, commit suicide on Facebook Live. So they're hiring 3,000 people to help prevent suicide murder videos from being shared. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can't really stop people from murdering people or committing suicide. but You can definitely stop these videos from from being shared when they pop up. I mean, right. do you think this is, I mean, 3,000 people a lot of people. Do you think this is, will make a difference?
1: I think, yeah, it definitely will make a difference. Um, be able to have 3,000 people that have their eyes and ears on, you know, what's being put up on the platform and to be able to circumvent it if it, you know, doesn't meet the terms and conditions. Right. I think that that's, that's key. And I mean, it's no one wants to see some child being killed on Facebook yeah. or this period, yeah. well, especially on Facebook. So if there's a way that they can um, create an algorithm or create some watchdog system where, hey, this is some salacious or some criminal activity that's happening and, and, and pull the plug essentially so that it's not shareable, I think that's great because I think that degrades their brand. You don't want to be known for the brand that, is an outlet for people to, to to commit all sorts of crazy atrocities, and so they have to they have to put a stop to it because it's not gonna it's not gonna well it could bring more attention to it, but I think it'll bring the wrong attention.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I I, I mean hopefully this does something, and but they are making a move. There these are just two areas that they're trying to make a moves in, which is this whole murder Facebook Live situation. They got to make a move there, whether it's PR or not. Uh, and the other way is based is this fake news situation, right. which which they're which they're trying to address, and then they've they've done they're taking they're taking action about with that too. Um, they are they've announced that they're gonna like uh, you know uh, do a counter, and they're they're actually not calling it fake news; they're calling it uh, government-sponsored information campaigns. So I guess that means like you know uh, it's such a longer thing. It's uh, they're calling it. Uh, government sponsored information campaigns designed to deceive people for geopolitical goals so that should be an acronym like (laughs) (laughs) gushapoke but uh no (laughs) it It sounds like an acronym in the making but I guess too many too many consonants anyway uh, (laughs) but yeah so that's basically fake news and they're like you know this happened in France you saw the you know France you know uh, the Russians tried to to get France didn't to, to it didn't work Because yeah. You know um, Arguably the French people Aren't like, like like the French There's no Fox News In France mm-hmm. So you know they, they can could, could spread The same way right. There's no one To parrot the same crap There's no one To pick up that And take news And run with it right. Like what happens In our, like in our country Right But uh, So Facebook Is really <clears throat> Trying to have it And they really they're, they're, they're cracking down On that as well So I mean Do you think All that you know, So you know, and they've already like suspended 30,000, uh, yeah, 30,000 fake accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, they're, they're like actively doing shit. I mean, do you think this is real? Is it PR? Do you think these, these two steps are, are, are valid or do you think this is PR?
1: I mean, I think it's, it's always PR, right? I mean, but I think it is valid. It has some validity as well. I mean, I, they have to protect the brand. Like I said earlier, like they don't, all those things diminish the the experience on Facebook. You don't want to go on there and see people getting murdered. You don't want to go on there and read about fake stuff. Right. You want to be able to have authentic experience, and so they have right. to do this, you know. So,
0: yep, and and not fake news. Uh, government-sponsored information campaigns decided to deceive people for geopolitical goals. (laughs) Gulapa (laughs) schwap. Or fake. Fake news is easier to say, but I don't know. Uh, No, I agree with you 100%. And I I think that it's it's actually real, and and so we'll see. Uh, Speaking of real, our our friends at Blue Apron, they they have some very real, real meals. Um, You know, Blue Apron's a a fantastic uh, service that allows you to make gourmet-style meals, restaurant-style meals at your house. They deliver to your door with... uh, high quality ingredients like locally sourced um you know vegetables and and, and sustainably grown, you know, meats and and, and, and sustainably caught fish that, that are approved with, with, uh, with a partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. So, you know, it's good. Um, but other than that, they actually have these amazing meals and, and their menus are crazy. You have things like beef teriyaki stir fry with sugar, stir fry, not stir fry, <laughs> uh, sh- stir fry with sugar snap peas and lime rice, um, baked spinach um, with egg flatbread, Sauteed asparagus and lemon aioli, uh, you know, three cheese baby, three cheese and baby broccoli Stromboli with tomato and oregano dipping sauce, all kind of shit that I would never cook on my own, but that that the Blue Apron folks allow you to cook and give the recipes to. It's really it's really cool, it's really dope. I've done it, it's fun, um, it's easy, it, t- it tastes good. You too can try this too. What they're gonna do at Blue Apron, they are going to give you um, you try sign up now. You get your first three meals for free. That's right. Um, The first three meals for free. All you got to do is go to blueapron.com backslash geek or not backslash slash geek. Blueapron.com slash geek, as in geek their tech. you love how it feels, how it tastes, how it looks. Incredible home-cooked meals um, for it's like less than $10 a meal, which is Damn, crazy. That's perfect. Perfect. Ten, less than $10 a meal. That's crazy. Uh, that, that, that's, that's ridiculous. So, again, that's blueapron.com slash geek. It's a better way to cook. First three meals free. You should try it out. That's awesome. Um, so, YouTube. YouTube is kind of doing some stuff right now because, first of all, they've got the YouTube TV. Have you have you peeped it up yet? Yeah, um, I subscribed. Did the free trial? I, I actually like the YouTube TV. I like the interface. I like the interface. I mean, you can't really use it on your computer unless you have Chrome. That's right. a, that's, a, that's how they get you, but you can use it on your on your Safari, you know, a browser on your on your iPhone, and obviously you can use it on your TV. Right. I think the interface and the way you can get in and out of these shows is fantastic. I think the DVR function is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Everything's great about it except for the fact that it doesn't have all the channels. Didn't have any of the Viacom channels. Right. Um, so no yet yet. Right. But if they crack the Viacom piece and some others, this is a way better thing for me than Sling, which I love. Sling has everything, but I think the navigation is really clunky. Yeah. So we'll see if they, if they solve that. But I'm, that's not what I'm talking about. YouTube itself is joining, the, is joining the ranks of HBO and Netflix and Hulu and, and, and Amazon, Amazon yeah. and they're adding 40 new original programs Now they, start, they got an original programming business early on but with these YouTube stars right. but now they're signing some big name stars James Corden Kevin Hart. Perry Kevin Hart so Ellen yeah Ellen they're, they're kind of doing it big so mm-hmm. uh, what, what, what do you think of this what do you think of Google's big play here to get into TV in a major way
1: they have the cash man yeah they have the bucks they have the infrastructure they just need to you know create the experience create the awareness and i think that you know like our experience on youtube is is kind of siloed into either you you use it as for its search functionality you want to look up something you want to see it visually or you want to you want to experience music videos but in terms of the experience of like full feature films or like documentaries that are longer than short shorts like i think they need to be able to promote that better or even serialize or episodic content i think that's where it just needs bigger awareness because you think most of that content is for a younger generation but they want to be able to obviously expand to everybody and right. so having the star power is going to do that you know having those big names having you know the 40 40 shows that they're developing um i think is going to bring that you know, to the f- to the fold and to the forefront. And then especially having the hardware and the infrastructure to be able to experience it, not just on your laptop or your tablet or phone, but you can watch it literally on your television. I think it's gonna be dope. And yeah. I'm pretty sure that the quality of, of, the, of the programming will be on point. Just, I think it's just time, man. It's time catching up to the technology and people. You know, just people are gonna have to put their flag into what they like. You know, yeah. there's just so many options. Yeah. Like, are you a YouTube? Are you in the YouTube camp? Are you in the Amazon camp? Are you a Netflix person? Are you a HBO person?
0: Do you think this is? What do you think this is, gonna, is it going to ultimately mean for the power structure of television as we know it? In other words, you know, the big three, now the big four, for the last twenty years: like ABC, Fox, and NBC and CBS are just paragons of power for the last like 80 70 years in television and radio so um fox for the last 30 so um like we've seen a shift to to the new big three being amazon netflix and google
1: absolutely and i think you know a lot of people would argue no but and i would say maybe it's hard to see but it's, it's definitely the titanic that's hit the iceberg yeah like it's still you know level you know, but underneath, like it's it's got holes in it, and yeah. the water is gonna f- fill, and it's gonna sink. You know, and I feel because a lot of a lot of the big three were slow to adapt um, to the technology. I think yep. that it's too far gone. Like yeah. it's too far it's too far gone to fix. I think the is of the world, all the, I mean, all these tech companies that have this, these huge amounts of money, they're just better positioned to be able to shift to 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 whatever they need to shift to. Yeah. Like the old the old infrastructure is too slow. Like, like, we talk about even it's it's like the old infrastructure is like the government. Like, we have all this technology to go to space, but the government is still because of regulations can't do certain things. I feel like that with the
0: with the old you know terrestrial television. Sure. Sure. uh, What do you think? Well, it's interesting. (laughs) I I do think there's a new big three, and I think that there's a wild card. This whole, this whole operation, which we haven't discussed, is, I mean, well, first of all, in the old big three, I when we say the big four, because I think it's I think it has to include Fox, you know, but but um but like. CBS, who is making the most money and leading the charge, they have, they're really raking a push with their streaming service. They've lost CBS All Access. They've got, you know, the the good fight is doing really well for them on CBS All Access. You know, obviously Star Trek Discovery is coming up later, which is, you know, which is also good. Hopefully it will be good for them. So they're already making those moves. NBC and Fox are still leaning on Hulu, which is one thing, but it does make you wonder, make me wonder about, um... Disney and what Disney's doing, what Disney will do over at ABC and and, and ESPN. They seem to be a little behind the times on the TV side, on the streaming side. But the wild card here in all this that we haven't really mentioned is Apple. We're still waiting to see what Apple's going to do. And they're still, still talking to Apple. That's Apple like may come in and buy something. That's what I'm saying. They may come in and buy. Apple may buy Netflix. Apple may buy, you know, something. So, I mean, you know, um, Apple may buy Paramount Pictures, Embo, you know, so who knows? It's it's, it's an inter- interesting time, interesting time. I think what you're going to see is one of these tech giants are going to start to buy up these, ter- these, uh, these, these traditional media companies. I don't know, I don't know
1: why. I mean, the only reason why they would do that is if they wanted to acquire the legacy content. Yeah. Like, why would they? Why would they buy it? They could just develop their own content. That's well, the that's the only va- I mean, the valuation is because well, of the legacy content. I don't know what's
0: buying. I don't know if no one's buying the CBS per se, but like you may i mean yeah you may want to buy it like like Comcast bought NBC okay. you know so Comcast gets all of NBC's everything they get you know, they get all those networks right. so it's a great acquisition for it and now now Comcast's not a tech company yeah they're a broadcaster but, i mean yeah. they're they're a like, they're an yeah. ISP you know, yeah, service true.
1: provider whatever
0: interesting times interesting times um uh there's this new thing with senior citizens i think that's going around that like and, you know being able to have senior citizens look uh, through virtual reality, look at their lives in the past. Like in other words, be mm. able to like take do do things where you can walk through your old neighborhood as a kid. You know, have your pops walk through. You know, all the spots um, that he that he you know grew up at, grew up with, grandfathers. Um, it's good for therapy. I mean, it, what do you think of this, this sort of interesting use of VR technology? And and and, and do you think that this will be used? You know, I mean, VR besides gaming.
1: Right. I think it's great. And I think the, the conversation is always targeted for millennial generation. Yep. Like, hey, how we leverage it through games or we leverage it through movies or whatever. Or, But I think that we, we kind of don't have the conversation with another, another huge demographic. And that is elderly elderly people or people that may, may not be as mobile. Um, and to be able to provide them an experience. Of exactly what you said either something a nostalgic experience of a, of a past life or past time where they actually you know really enjoyed it or it could be like hey I'll never be able to hop on a plane and be able to go see uh, a volcano or whatever or a waterfall but I could do it through VR and so right. to be able to develop content that will Very true. still bring some sort of uh, happiness and joy to to people I think I think it's definitely a uh, a need, and I think people will definitely gravitate to it. Um, just, I just see VR everywhere now. I just, I'm just really looking forward to it, really getting better, just the, the whole experience and the quality of the content, and just more content. Like, um, yeah, I, I think, but the the dual purpose of it, not just for games, but for just, hey, therapeutic purposes or healing purposes, or even, like I said, nostalgic. I think, it's, I think those are those are cool methods to be able to, to leverage and harness the technology
0: yeah I, I think so too I think so too I'm, I'm, I'm very excited and interested to see how this whole thing plays out um, I mean
1: because w- like for you as an elderly person like you you would want to put it on for what reason yes, exactly <laughs> yes sir thank you very much <laughs> appreciate you for that <laughs> uh,
0: uh, I want to skip around here um, um, oh this is a new story like talking about the, the, the we, we could be getting rid of chargers soon so like smartphones may be able to run forever there's a there's a, there's a technology um out there that's talking about these self-charging lithium batteries hmm. that will allow our phones to just run and not just phones but everything I mean this 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 could be a game changer um but I, but like self-charging like you know they they said that this should be ready by early this month but I, I don't know. What do you, what do you, I mean, obviously, it'd be great if it works. But what do you think of this? I concept? mean,
1: theoretically, I think it'd be awesome. Uh, I know that it's still theory. They're still developing it. It still needs a little bit more, you know, investment and in infrastructure. Um, they're still exploring the different, I guess, diodes right. and how they harness the light energy um, to create the electricity um, in the phone. But yeah, I think that would be awesome to not have to be plugged up into the grid to be able to, to use the device that all of us are so dependent on. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Imagine because a phone never dying. Like, yeah, that, because that's fucking. Well, that's awesome. huge
0: because like we we are so dependent on this phone, but we're also you spend any time at, you know, this summer at any festival for any, anywhere for any long time, like your your phone is dead, or if you're hiking in the woods, hiking in the woods, right. or you get lost and like you. you you are. I mean, it's one thing to not have service, but it's another thing to just be dead. Right. So you know that that's it's it's, it's definitely something that's interesting. Um, I think that. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that that, that that's what's going. We know we, we know that the new Apple phone iPhone is supposed to have something that will allow us to just do the whole sit down charge thing as opposed to plugging wow. it up. How, you know. how, how advanced? Apple <laughs> uh, they're a little late on stuff, but they you know they, <laughs> 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 they they're getting there. Uh, but you know, we'll, so we'll see how it all plays out. Um, I want to switch gears because I had the opportunity to see a little movie called Guardians of the Galaxy. Volume Two, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Have you had time to see anything? yet? I have not, man. Okay. What? Do you,
1: so let me just run a couple questions. Yeah. So you said, do you think that it was better than one? First uh, one. I
0: do. You do. I, wow. I, I, I actually think it was about the same as one. Okay. I think. It's a, I think. And I, I thought one was really strong. I think that this was equally. I think. I think it's just another. It just didn't disappoint. It, it delivered. With, uh, with equal measure, which is really all I can hope for. I mean, I guess you can hope that each sequel bests the next sequel. Right. But, you know, in the age of sequels in general, you, all you can hope for is at least as good. Right. Uh, because you get to a point where you want to see all these people again, so once you get over the fatigue, once you get over the like, oh, there they all are! Once you get over that thing, they still gotta do stuff. Right. And what you see has gotta be amazing. I think that James Gunn has some really amazing, really shot, shot great beautiful shots in there, and uh, it's super creative it's funny. super wonderful it's funny I laughed, yeah. at, 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 I laughed out loud a lot For the audience I saw with laughed out loud a lot. I saw it in uh, IMAX 3D uh, oh wow because you normally don't do 3D the experience no but but with this I, you know the IMAX 3D I just got stuck and I'm really I'm like okay it's IMAX hmm. I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy feels like a really you know it's one of the things that it feels like an old-fashioned good movie fun experience so what I said about two years ago I thought I was just a good time at the movies so I felt like you know I'm busy I want to, I want a good time I'm gonna go to the movies I want a good time in the movies I wanted to like spend a twenty two dollars and sit down and do the IMAX through the whole bam. right it was great so I would I would I would assume that the way it ended it it allowed for a three right it said the first the first title you see is the Guardians of the Galaxy will return Got it. You know, it's At the a, end, you're like, saying the end. Oh. The first thing you see: Guardians will return.
1: Do you think that it'll return, or will there be like a spinoff on one of the characters?
0: No, the, no, it's going to return. I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's still part of this whole, you know, the the MCU, the the Marvel, uh, this whole Marvel universe. But I think that you know, if you follow the comics, you know, this is all all these. This is probably the last. You know marvel's talking about their different phases this is either the beginning or the end of i can't remember now this is either the beginning of phase three or the end of phase two but whatever's going on it's it's is definitely all leading up to uh avengers infinity war so um infinity infinity war volume one and two they're already shooting infinity war volume one right now part one so that's being shot right now um and uh, and then and then I, I don't think I shoot them back to back and release them differently. I guess that would make the most sense. Right. But um, Infinity War, if you know the comics, it's everybody. It's every. It's like like, like Civil War on crack. Right. You know. So I was like, every. So the Guardians will be in it. Everyone will be in it. And um, if what's which, which what they've done with this is they finally expanded this world to where, um, you know, for Ragnarok is. Uh, it takes place out in the world of Guardian of the Galaxy. You know, you know, no spoiler alert but you, it's, it's, it's a comic book that'll, that, that we found Hulk just kind of takes care of plan, the Planet Hulk comic where Hulk is out there in the Guardian of the Galaxy world and Thor is out there too so it does that storyline so that allows them, puts them in the Guardians universe to bring them all back to Earth you know, uh, Thanos. I'm getting I'm getting deep in the weeds now. Uh, but Thanos is the is the father of both Gamora and uh, and other chick, the robot chick. So, and Thanos is the big bad in, in Infinity War. So, you know, if the big bad in Infinity War has two daughters in Guardians of the Galaxy, you know you're gonna see the Guardians there. So they've already and obviously let's, let's set the table. Every every single uh, it, every single uh, Marvel movie has dealt with some sort of Infinity Stone, mm-hmm. and Thanos' glove has all the Infinity Stones in them. Right. So we're leading up to the all you know, Thanos, who was who's been announced as our boy. Uh, oh my God, what's his name? Oh my. Uh, oh, I'm, John, I'm drawing a blank. Um, dude for the Goonies. That's all. I, that's all I got. Um, anyway. It's my the excellent actor who I love who's in every movie who I can't remember his name. He's in Sicario. Oh, um Brolin. Yeah. Josh, Josh Brolin. Uh Josh Brolin is uh, is, is is uh Thanos and that will be good. So awesome set, man. Yeah, so I'm really excited about it. And and last but not least, I just, I wanna say the effects. Like watching Rocket. Two things that that struck me about Rocket watching this watching this is number one, you know, I was completely lost to this as a hundred percent CGI character the whole time, because right. it was such it was such a good job. Right. And Bradley Cooper, he's dude, man, he is committed to Rocket. He up. is doing a voice like I, I watch him do the, you know, do the voice. He's going in like the, all the dots in the face. He's like doing. That. He's like going <laughs> in. So shout out to shout out to Bradley Cooper, who's really like you know bringing is, that character to life. Well, yeah, and they talk about like Andy Serkis, how he should be nominated for some of the stuff work he's done over the years, and and, and Apes and Gollum, and you know, and, and all the other stuff Andy Serkis has done. But I mean, Bradley Cooper's bringing the heat with Rocket. Yes. He's kind of bringing it, like that's so. so, that's, so that's all I got to say. But I really love the movie. I, I, I highly recommend it to all people. There it is. Um, uh, last but not least, I want to mention um, Trill League is a comic that's coming to DC. Um, it's, it's basically a DC comic, but it's it's the idea of bringing uh, like DC superheroes to the hood. Uh, it has an era of like corniness to it, but also has an era of cool. <clears throat> And inclusiveness to it. It could go either way. It's all about execution. What do you think on first of the trilly? Stop it. <laughs> I, hate, I hate the
1: name. I mean, I'm going to be 100% honest with that. I hate the name. But. We just try and keep it Trill. Can, stop it. <laughs> Conceptually, it could be something there.
0: I but mean, is it headquarters on the porch or. I don't. I'm. I'm <laughs> I, what is that? I, is that a woman I see? I mean, With her it, ass out, like yeah, she got some. Show, I is mean, are forty somewhere, like a bag.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: Like I, I mean, I don't. It's like it, it, you got the you got the fresh. Stop tarts. it! There's nothing fresh I about mean, that. <laughs> I, I I feel like sometimes in the effort to be inclusive truly. It's so, it's so ridiculous The logo's kind of like He's making he's Like a b-boy stance it's, Right there I can't. Like what's going I can't. on What's that. going on With the trolley I, I tapped out <laughs> I tapped out I can't believe Again, it. again I don't know
1: you're endorsing this, my man? I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't just, know. I just, I, all,
0: all I got all I got, is, is, is a promotional photo for Trill League. Oh, my I get, gosh. I get the idea. I, I, I'm assuming I'm going to go out and 100% on a limb. That came from a Kickstarter campaign. The guy came out, this is my thing. He's a graphic novel. I mean, I don't know if that's a cult following or what, but I'm very interested to see this. Now, unlike, unlike you know, uh, the... The new Black Panther comic, which is written by our boy, uh, 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 Coates, uh, um, uh, uh, God, I'm just on names, uh, uh, Between the World and Me. Oh, uh, uh, to say, to say... Yeah, Tahiti, 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 Coates Coats. He's writing new. He, he's writing a new Black Panther comic. He wrote uh, a couple of them with 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 our guy Rembert Brown. So rembert Brown and 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 Coats, Coats, writing Black Panther. Now that's dope. Yeah, I like that. I like the idea of our of our boy. I can't pronounce his name either. Corky, the dude who's the EP, Black of Luke Cage. He's a huge book guy. Um, and the fact that he's running Luke Cage, all right. all this stuff makes sense. Yeah, yeah. that's just a very crazy subculture of black intellectuals, of young black intellectuals who are writing comic books right yeah, now. Yeah, but I mean, like rem Brown. I and, feel
1: like that's true to spirit, though. He grew up on it, and they probably wished yeah. for comics that spoke their language. And so to be able to be in the position to do one now, right? I think it's perfect. It's full circle. You know, yeah. what I'm saying
0: this is it's, 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 it's
1: very interesting. So truly, get out of here. Uh, Trill league. Let me, like, let me not judge. It what's too his, hard. What's his I need little, to investigate what's his, that. What's his little brother's powers? I right can't. Here? I, <laughs> I, like what I'm seeing from afar, it looks ridiculous. Like I need. To, like let me see your computer.
0: Trill. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Right. Is he is he dabbing? Is that what this is? Yeah, I maybe. Can't. I don't know. Oh my god. I don't gosh. know what's going on. Anyway, I'm With not. The cape. I, uh, All right. I don't know. The headquarters could be a little. Could be a little headquarters. Mama's porch. <laughs> like <laughs> could be better. All right. Okay. All right. True league it is. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Um, uh, you know, the, the oh, last, last thing. I do want to touch on the fact that Game of Thrones is coming back for its final season. Um, but don't get too sad. Game of Thrones folks, HBO has kind of quietly announced that there are not one, not two, not three but four Game of Thrones spinoffs in the works at HBO. They are really not letting us down. That's right. It's, it's, it's not letting us go. It's going to populate the entire gigantic, very rich world of George R.R. Martin. Yeah. So you know, just for you, rich if you, world is if right. You, if you think you're done with Westeros and 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 uh, and all these folks and all these places, not think yet. again. We got four spinoffs on Game of Thrones, and I love Game of Thrones, and it's but it's already complicated enough to follow all these folks. Now I got to have four series to follow, four different folks to different places. I don't know, but you know, whatever. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably watch all four. Yes, sir. Anyway, all right, that's all I got. Anything else? Nah, man.
1: I think uh, I think we covered it for this week, man. Okay.
0: Well, um, we will then see you next week. There it is. Yes, um, we will. A- Alien Covenant comes out this weekend. I'm about to check that out. Oh yeah. I still haven't seen Fast Eight. I really need to go see that. I don't know if I really need to go see that, but I think I yeah, want that to go surprises see surprises me, too, because usually I know first just, in line for that I'm one. I'm always all in you're, on yeah, that. Yeah, you're riding a banner on that I'm, one. I'm, so I'm, I need to go see it. I did see Guardians. It's been a little busy. Uh, but where can people find you? They can find me on
1: Instagram and Twitter at Akili Shine, A-K-I-L-I-S-H-I-N-E. And where can they find you? You
0: can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Joe K. Braswell. And kicking it with the Trill League! Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.